When I'm not hosting this podcast, I am writing books, but it is really hard for me to write when I'm at home, so I like to find remote cabins in the middle of nowhere to just hang out and write. But I hate the idea of my house just sitting empty, doing nothing but collecting dust and definitely not collecting checks. And that's why I'm an Airbnb host. It's one of my all-time favorite side hustles. Other popular side hustles are awesome too, don't get me wrong, but they often involve big startup costs. By hosting your space, you're monetizing what you already have access to. It doesn't get easier than that. And if you're new to the side hustle game and you're anxious about getting started, don't worry because you're not in this alone. Airbnb makes it super easy to host. I mean, if I could do it, you could do it. And your home might be worth a lot more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey guys, are you ready for some money rehab? Wall Street has been completely upended by an unlikely player, GameStop. And should I have a 401k? You don't do it? No, I know. Girl! You think the whole world revolves around you and your money? Well, it doesn't. Charge for wasting our time. I will take a check. You recognize her from anchoring on CNN, CNBC, and Bloomberg. The only financial expert you don't need a dictionary to understand. The cold lapin. Yesterday you heard from Skylar Gray, singer, songwriter, musician extraordinaire, who's written and co-written mega hits like Love the Way You Lie, performed, of course, by Rihanna and Eminem, Clarity, performed by Zed, Walk on Water, performed by Eminem and Beyonce, and so many award-winning, critically acclaimed certified bop. The first part of our conversation yesterday was all about the music industry. Skylar gave an inside perspective on the business of songwriting and also talked about the experience of having to sell her catalog as part of her divorce process. Today, I'm sharing the second part of our conversation where Skylar talks about finding love post-divorce. I love her love story. It makes my heart feel so warm and so fuzzy. And as an added bonus, it's also super empowering and has relationship lessons we could all learn from. Here it is. I went through a crazy lawsuit divorce over the past five years or so whatever years and I finally got out of it this past year and so it's it's been crazy but um basically I had no idea when I got married that all of my intellectual property created during marriage would be up for you know being 50 50 with my ex-husband and it's just crazy to me to think that like just stuff I come up with in my own head in my studio and create is now 50% this other person's, you know, make no sense to me. Crazy. So anyway, turned into also a lawsuit that was bananas. At the end, we settled finally and I had to pay him a big check. And the only way I could afford it was to sell my catalog, which means all my publishing ownership of my songs that I've written for actually I sold everything from everything that's been released, I guess, until 2019 in my life. So everything post 2019 is mine, but everything prior I sold. So I don't see those royalty checks that I was talking about earlier. I don't see those anymore. So there's something very comforting to me about getting the mailbox money. It's like every few months you get a check and it's like keeping you going. It's like your salary, right? Now I sold the rights to that salary basically. And so 
it's great because I got a big check, but then I had to pay taxes and I had to pay my ex-husband. And then I'm left with, you know, not as much as I, (laughs) not as much as I would hope for my life's work, you know? Um, but so that's where this revengeful streak is coming from. It's not really revenge in the sense of like, I want to get back at somebody. I just, I'm highly motivated to, to create a new catalog, to write new music that is just as valuable as the stuff I sold and create this new, you know, collection of of songs that I can live off of. (laughs) Has this experience changed how you think about marriage? Did I hear you say you're engaged? Hell yeah. Yeah. We just keep getting engaged. We're just, I mean, we keep buying each other rings and really sick and cute about it, but we don't have any plans to, to do a wedding or even if we do a wedding at some point, which we, we might do, um, I don't need to tell the government that where my heart's at, you know? So you'll never get married, like, <laughs> on paper? Yeah, probably not. Because of all of this yeah. yeah, PTSD, it sounds like. Yep, definitely. So can you tell me more about getting engaged uh, like multiple times because I'm engaged. I only got engaged once, but now I'm going to go talk to my fiance <laughs> about like stepping up his game. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people say Skylar has gotten a bunch of rings. Yeah. Well, the thing is because we're not anxious to have a wedding. It, um, every year or so we feel the need to be super cute and romantic and, we'll do something like that, you know? But um, I guess if we had like a wedding schedule, it'd be different. Do you have a wedding schedule? No, it sounds so stressful. <laughs> you don't want to do that. So that's why I'm really <laughs> intrigued by this yeah. multiple engagement idea. Yeah, it's really a nice a nice way to be in a relationship. Honestly, I love it. I love it's so that. much fun. Can you tell us any of the engagement stories? Yeah, so the first one was crazy. Um, he got me this emerald. Oh, beautiful. And, and, um, we both got each other rings without knowing it. And we both, cause we were actually in Detroit it, for rehearsals for tour. I was going on tour with Eminem and we both had our rings shipped to the hotel in Detroit. And we both lied and said like, we had, I had something for my outfit coming and he had some documents that he had to sign but it was our rings. And then our assistant at the time, she was like caught in the middle. She knew both things were happening and it was like, but then we got to London and um, it was actually Elliot, my fiance's birthday. And he gave me the Emerald and I was like, Oh my God. Cause I was planning on giving him his ring on his birthday. And he gave me this earlier in the day and I was like, Oh shit. Like, what do I do now? Like, do I, do I give him his ring right away? Or do I like wait till later? Like, I don't want to like take away from the moment that we just had. (laughs) So then I waited till later in the day, we were actually like really drunk. We rented some of those little bicycles, you know, that they have on the streets. We're riding street, uh, riding these bikes around the streets at like two in the morning. And then we pulled up to these gates of this garden and they were so beautiful. And we stopped our bikes and he set his bike down. I dropped my bike. The whole neighborhood woke up 
And I got down on my knee and I, so he didn't actually propose when he gave me this. He said, this is a love ring. He's like, I want to ask your dad first, but I wanted to give you something, you know? And I was like, well, I'm going to call it an engagement ring anyways. (laughs) And then I got down on the knee when I gave him his ring. And I said, I, uh, what did I say? I said, we have our whole lives or I have my whole life to give you everything you want on your birthday, but this year I want to give you my heart. And I got down on my knee and I said, will you marry me? Yeah. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm <laughs> chills everywhere. <laughs> All over. I can't. This is too good. Did you, <laughs> what made you want to also propose? Did you propose the first time? Well, I, I guess I was the one who proposed because he, when he gave me the em- emerald, it or were, did you propose the fir- like the first time you were married? Oh no! So this no. was a new idea that you wanted to propose yeah. to. What inspired that? Yeah, um, I just knew he was the one, and so I was like, "Well, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to propose. I'm going to buy a diamond. I bought a brown diamond that's like a cognac colored diamond. I had it put into a a very like." simple but masculine setting and um yeah I, I don't I'm not waiting around this so much <laughs> do you think more women should propose if they want to yeah. get engaged hell yeah yeah why wait hold on to your wallets boys and girls money rehab will be right back do you ever get FOMO fear of missing out well do you ever get FOMO tupita fear of missing out on the perfect hire If so, I have the antidote. It's LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In any given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites, and that adds up to a serious squad of awesome candidates. LinkedIn has over a billion professionals on the platform, and these candidates are super qualified. So much so that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. I work with LinkedIn Jobs for all of my dream team needs, so they're hooking up money rehabbers at linkedin.com slash MNN. Go there and you can post your job for free. That's linkedin.com slash MNN, as in Money News Network, to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Money rehabbers, you have money hidden in your house. Yeah, just hiding there in plain sight. Okay, so I don't mean you have gold bars hidden somewhere in walls, treasure map style, but you do have a money-making opportunity that you're just leaving on the table if you're not hosting on Airbnb. It's one of my all-time favorite side hustles. By hosting your space, you are monetizing what you already own. It doesn't get easier than that. For me, hosting on Airbnb has always been a no-brainer. When I first signed up, I remember thinking to myself, self, you pay a lot of money for your house. It is time that house returned the favor. And to get real with you for a sec, I felt so much guilt before treating myself on vacation because traveling can be so expensive. But since hosting on Airbnb, I feel zero stress for treating myself to a much needed vacation because having Airbnb guests stay at my house when I'm traveling helps offset the cost of my travel. So it's such a win-win. I mean, if I could do it, you could do it. And your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now for some more money rehab. And so how many years ago was that? And how many engagements do we have all together now? Um, that was like, I don't know if it was 2018, maybe. And then uh, sometimes during COVID, 
he proposed to me again on the roof of our house and he got me a black diamond that's like a heart a heart cut black diamond um and he got down on his knee that time so did he ask permission uh i don't know if he technically did but he like got to know my dad really well so and my dad already knew we were engaged because i proposed so but um it was interesting because I, he didn't get down on a knee the first time when he gave me the emerald, but this second time he gave me a ring, he did. And it was like a moment that I didn't know I needed. Oh. And I like burst into tears. Yeah. I'm about to burst into tears, but I wasn't <laughs> even there. Yeah. Wow. Was what sweet. was it about that moment that you didn't know you needed? I... I guess I just didn't know that I, I needed that. Just getting on your knee and asking somebody to marry you is like a powerful thing to do. And it makes you feel so wanted and so loved. And I didn't even realize that until it happened. And then I was like, I felt so loved, you know? And now you just want to do it over and over again. I understand and now I just why. want to keep having these moments because they're just so beautiful. And yeah. And I also love jewelry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you're going to propose to him again? Yeah, it's my turn now. I love this. Mm-hmm. Honey, we have a change of plans around here. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration by Skylar. Yes. He's like, it. I have to do this again. <laughs> Yeah, but it's your turn then, right? So you gotta get a ring. Oh, I do have to get a ring. Okay, so what's the what's the advice for getting a man engagement ring? Uh, Just I really thought about like his personality and also what he wears. Like, what would go with everything that he? Because he's like a cowboy, like drives tractors and we have cattle and stuff. But then he's also like a businessman and he wears suits and does real estate deals and. Um, he's also a musician, singer, songwriter. So it's like, what is going to fit with all of these different hats that he wears basically. And so I was inspired by that to make him this gold, um, emerald cut diamond ring. That's like a Brown stone because it looks good with everything, you know? I love this so much. One of my best girlfriends proposed to her husband actually three times, but this is the only the second time I've heard about this. And it's so badass. That's all. Full stop. So badass. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I I don't live by anybody's rules. I just follow my heart in life. And that was one of those things I didn't even think about it. Like I didn't even think like this is weird. I'm the girl, like getting down on a knee or anything like that. I just knew what I wanted and I did it. Like, (laughs) not much more thought to it than that. For today's tip, you can take straight to the bank. All the single ladies, put your hands up and get down on one knee and propose. Like Skylar says, why wait? 
My recommendation on how to protect yourself from an ugly divorce has always been a prenup, but I also love how Skylar offers another solution. You don't need a marriage certificate to prove that you have a loving and lasting relationship. Sure, by not getting married, you lose the tax love that you get if you tied the knot officially, but you are also spared the process of preparing a prenup and a potential divorce. Like Skylar, it might be the right option for you. is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Nicole Lappin. Our producers are Morgan Lavoie and Mike Coscarelli. Executive producers are Nikki Etor and Will Pearson. Our mascots are Penny and Mimsy. Huge thanks to OG Money Rehab team Michelle Lands for her development work, Catherine Law for her production and writing magic, and Brandon Dickert for his editing, engineering, and sound design. And as always, thanks to you for finally investing in yourself so that you can get it together and get it all. You spend my money, my-